Welcome to Sparrow Health Clinical Insights, where we cover the latest topics in the world of mental health and substance use disorder. We hope that this program will help you in your growth and help guide us toward achieving our mission of saving lives, instilling hope, and restoring relationships. Hello, um, I'm Amanda Lay, guest host and director of clinical services for Sparrow Health. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Clinical Insights, where we address the biggest questions and topics in the clinical world of mental health and SUD. Um, Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about recovery support and how this fits into what we do here at Sparrow. That leads me to our guest, Becky Ratliff. Becky, welcome. Thanks for being um, our podcast guest. Tell me a little bit more about yourself and your role here at Sparrow Health. Hey, Amanda. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast today. Um, My title is a recovery support specialist supervisor. Um, My role is to provide support to our RSS teammates um, through giving them education and clinical guidance to help ensure that our patients are receiving the very best care possible. Yeah, well, that's a very important role. And that role is it's new here, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So let me tell us a little bit about your time prior um, to kind of coming into that clinical supervisor role. I had been with Sparrow about four and a half years as a recovery support specialist. Um, never dreamed that I would end up in this role. Um, it's completely different from my background, but now I couldn't imagine doing anything different uh, besides helping people helping patients, helping fellow human beings. That's what's important to me now. Yeah, that's really cool. So you have experience in both the uh, like RSS role as well as, you know, kind of a more, um, a bigger picture role as well. So this is gonna be really cool kind of get insight from you from bro- both perspectives. Thank you. Yeah. What about something just personal, your family, um, just interesting facts, anything like that? Um, Interesting fact about me is I have five dogs. I consider those to be my first children. Um, They are all unique and have their own personalities. Um, They're really part of my self-care routine that helps me relax after a tough day of working with patients, working with teammates. Um, Another fun fact, I like to cook soul food for my friends and family. Soul food that makes the belly feel good, but also the heart. Yeah, I like soul food too. So (laughs) we'll have to maybe, we'll have to cook some time together. That sounds good. Okay, so now let's dive into our topic today. What are recovery support services? Recovery support services aim to address social issues and help our patients uh, remove any socioeconomic barriers that may prevent them from being successful in their recovery. Um, Most commonly, our RSS teammates address uh, housing barriers, food insecurity, transportation barriers, physical and mental health uh, needs. Physical and mental health barriers are some of the most common um, that our RSS teammates work to help patients overcome. Uh, Managing comorbidities like anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, or even getting those preventative medical and dental and visual vision screenings are very important and can be very impactful on patients' progress, not only in recovery, but in life. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times our patients do, they come in with with a lot, not just a substance use disorder. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times... what happens is they have kind of neglected those things like um, a lot of their health and mental, both mental and physical health. So can you kind of stress to why not only the mental and physical health um, parts of a patient's life is important, but also just the basic needs of, you know, housing, food, those types of things, because that can really make an impact on recovery. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Food and housing and basic clothing, these are all things that if a patient is worried about focusing on those things, 
that takes away energy from them focusing on their recovery and being their best self. Um, so helping patients overcome those barriers, making sure they have clothing that fits, they have hot food to eat, or that they have secure housing that is safe, that takes away that pressure from worrying about those barriers and allows them to focus on recovery. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I think of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So can you hit on maybe a little bit of how that probably plays into a patient's recovery and the benefits of that? Absolutely. So Maslow believed that as long as our basic needs were met, like we've been talking, food, clothing, shelter, our higher needs would be positively impacted and that would motivate change. Um, So this helps illuminate really the importance of recovery support services and the impact that it can have on our patients. It's difficult, like I said, to focus on recovery when you're without shelter, food, Mm -hmm. adequate clothing. So every day it's heartwarming and um, amazing to see the strides that our RSS teammates go through to make sure that these barriers do not impact the patient's uh, recovery. So you may have heard about this before in our mission uh, as instilling hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That hope is, is very, very important. You know, just thinking about like our other teammates and and how they can really support these recovery support services. Like, what would you say, like, for instance, to our providers? How could our providers really promote RSS and and promote these services that our patients really so desperately need just to be successful in treatment? Yeah. um, So as you're aware, at Sparrow Health, we treat the whole person. Um, And RSS teammates can accept referrals from any other teammates, um, specifically because patients identify and connect differently with every person they encounter. Um, This means that they may uh, relay something to a nurse practitioner or a provider or even one of our medical assistants uh, that will allow them to identify a need that they may not have told an RSS teammate. So um, one of the great things that I love about our medical director, Dr. Jack Crowder, he's a huge advocate for recovery support specialists um, and recovery support services. Um, He aims to make sure that everybody in the clinic knows the importance of recovery support services and that every new provider we bring on is aware of the importance and the impact that recovery support services can have on our patients. Yeah, I think definitely all of those are very, very important. Um, Something else that comes to my mind when we talk about um, something that providers can do to support RSS is medication from visit to visit. Could you maybe give me some insight on that or how you feel that's beneficial? Uh, Yeah, sure. I absolutely believe that uh, our providers prescribing medication from visit to visit really is a way for them to exemplify the importance of and the critical need for uh, recovery support services. Uh, make sure that the patients know, hey, this service is just as important as any other service I'm receiving. This service uh, really is going to help me lay the foundation for my recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think that that's very, very good to hear um, for all of our teammates. But I think so often what happens is, you know, we put such an emphasis on counseling and other services, which are, are equally as important, right? But mm-hmm. just like you explained above, if our patients don't have somewhere to lay their head at night, we can't expect them to be successful in other parts of recovery, right? If they don't have food to eat, they're not worried about um, joining a counseling group and, and really Absolutely. receiving the benefits from that. Only thing on their mind is, how am I going to feed my children tonight? Where am I going to sleep? Um, and so, just by providers supporting, you know, that service from appointment to appointment medication or visit to visit medication is very important. Absolutely. That's a great way for them to provide support. 
Yeah. So another question I have, I kind of switch directions here a little bit, but how do we engage the patient in RSS services? Because I think a lot of times that is um, just a struggle for um, teammates. So, you know, from RSS all the way to counselor or provider, how do we engage a patient in those services? So as RSS teammates, I'm always challenging uh, our teammates to find unique and clever ways to engage our uh, patient population. Um, I encourage them to always be coordinating, planning, or hosting events with our community partners um, just to make sure that every patient that comes through that door, every person that comes through that clinic door knows that, hey, we have this available to you and we are here and ready to help you. Um, One way that uh, our RSS teammates uh, engage patients is through the self-care fair. So when you think about the self-care fair, think of a job fair, how you go in, every employer is set up, they have, you know, swag that they give away or information about the services they offer. So think about that, but instead of having employers, we're going to have our community partners set up at these events. The purpose of the self-care fair was to remove barriers. It gets right down to the basis of what is recovery support services. Remove those barriers, bring the resources to the patient in an environment that they are comfortable enough to access them freely. Um, This has been a huge success. Uh, I know at one of our self-care fairs, we served over 400 people um, in one day. So that was outstanding for us. Yeah, wow, that is that's huge. And I like that you said it it brings those resources to somewhere the patient's comfortable, right? Because that is, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we hear patients say that um, I come here just because this is you're all like family to me. I'm comfortable here, um, and so bringing those community partners in and those resources in um, somewhere where the patient feels safe, uh, I think, Absolutely. is really really important. Um, I know, like with self care fairs, those are usually annually. Um, and when you were an RSS at Pikeful, you did a ton of stuff with the community. I know. Could you do you mind to share my an example of something you can even do maybe not just once a year but throughout the year um, to really engage patients in RSS services. Absolutely. Um, We work really hard to, like you said, not only engage the patients, but we want to engage the community. We want to make sure that we are providing uh, education to those in the community who may have questions, concerns, or misinterpretations about the services that we provide. You know, knowledge is a powerful thing and it can change the world. It has changed the world. So um, providing that education to community partners and allowing them to come in and see how Sparrow Health is different and how we are truly living our mission and values, that plays a big part into uh, the quality of service that we provide to our patients. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're exactly right when when our community kind of gets buy into what we're doing and and that stigma is... um, you know, we kind of fight that stigma, then patients do. They become more engaged because their their family physician, you know, agrees with what we do and they believe in what we do, you know, or the local um, community health center does too. So I think that's a, that's a great way um, to engage the patients. Absolutely. Do you have, uh, just like I said, kind of going back to your RSS days when you were providing direct care, do you have any success stories or anything that um, just would be really encouraging to other RSSs or teammates out there. I think those are those are really important to hear. At least, you know, I, I really enjoy them. Yeah, I love reflecting back um, to when I was an RSS on the ground all the time running with the, with the patients. Um, I've been able to witness some pretty phenomenal and, just to be quite frank with you, unbelievable transformations throughout my career at Sparrow Health. Um, the story that always comes to mind is the story of Bob. Um, quite some time ago, he and his family were homeless. They were staying 
from couch to couch, family member to family member's home. Um, Bob had worked, you know, jobs here and there, um, never anything that uh, he felt was meaningful to him. So he um, one day came into the clinic and he's like, I'm ready for change. I want to do this today. So we enrolled him in case management and recovery support services and immediately began working to meet his goals. Um, he set that goal of he wanted to become an EMT. So he set that goal and went into school, passed all his classes, um, made the dean's list a couple times. Um, after years of hard work and dedication, he actually became an EMT. And um, he, would, he would always come into the clinic just smiling and reflecting back. He was like, hey, thank you. You helped me on, on a really bad day. But that's not where Bob's story ends. Um, he was already succeeding and doing great and meeting all of his goals. And then one day he contacts, and this has been just recently, he contacted one of our RSS teammates um, and he, he informed them, hey, I want to do more. EMT is great, but I want to do more. So I want to obtain a peer support certification, but I don't know how to do it. And I have four kids. I don't even know if I can afford it. So immediately one of our RSS teammates leapt into action, contacted community partners and was able to use her expert knowledge and excellent relationships um, with community partners. And she was able to get him referred out to get his peer support certification. And I can say now with the most happiness that Bob is actually working as a peer support specialist at a local MAT facility. Wow, that's amazing. I think one of the coolest parts about that story is Bob came in initially for care, right? And he had this mm-hmm. initial goal. And then when he realized, hey, I have something else. I want to do something more. Um, he knew where to go. He knew where to come back and, and to seek help to to obtain that. It's, he knew he wasn't on his own. He knew that his Sparrow family was there to, you know, walk him through that. So I love that story. And I love that that Bob is continuing to give back, you know. Absolutely. I always say teamwork makes the dream work. So that's important, and it does. So Bob is a shining example of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Becky, this this has been really helpful. Um, As we wrap up, what's your one final piece of advice for our listeners out there? Yeah, my final piece of advice is never give up. No matter what you do for a career, if you have one, no matter who you are, where you are, obstacles that you may face, never ever give up you can do anything you set your mind to yeah that's awesome well thank you again for joining me on sparrow clinical insights i hope you had fun and i'm sure we'll have you back on a future episode Um, this is amanda lay your guest host and director of clinical services thank you for listening and remember to be kind consistent and predictable for those beautiful patients that we serve every single day take care everybody thanks for joining us for sparrow health clinical insights Join us next time as we continue to talk about topics that help guide us toward achieving our mission of saving lives, instilling hope, and restoring relationships.